Is today Tuesday? I have no idea. Today is, in fact, Tuesday. I only know that because of my med minder. Thank you. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello. I'm Rainy. I'm Jess. And we're back in the game. <laughs> oh, Name the movie. Two things I hate about you. Yes, girl. I feel like we always bring up movies. Like We do. And that's not even on purpose, did we? Just, I love movies, so. Same. Most of them are like the girliest. Well, now we talk about like Mighty Ducks uh, and, and Little Giants. Uh, yeah. How are you? <laughs> Well, how are we doing? Say. I'm not doing well. <laughs> I am unwell. Unwell. Um, Correct. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can see me, but what you don't see are the hand warmers that I have had in my pockets all day <laughs> and this whiskey next to me, which you know I don't drink, but that's, it's that's like the just move right there. Yeah, exactly. So it's like 39 degrees down here. So it's 50 degrees in my house right now. <laughs> You're just refusing to turn the heater on or you don't have heat? Yeah, no, we definitely have heat, but down here, and like right now is about the time of the you know Texas's winter yeah. that we typically like one week it's going to be cold for ex- you and exactly Houston. exactly so that's the hard part we just never turn it on until we have like at least a full week of really really cold or like a week and a half of really really cold weather because we're like why are we even going to deal with that we have like hunting heaters <laughs> yeah and these like stupid hand warmers that he uses so put them in my pockets so when I'm not typing and I'm just reading an email I just shove those bad boys <laughs> in my pockets. Warm them up. Well, it's, we had snow this week. Uh, I saw that. It melted as soon as it hit the ground, but everyone was freaking out. Like, we haven't oh. had snow in so long. Oh, yeah. It was like on my, you know, like Insta feed or something. It was just like uh, every single person, like with all their babies, like first snow, yeah. which I mean, they were all super Yeah, these cute, like five-year-olds. Like, it's like their first snow. <laughs> exactly. Probably more than that. Like eight-year-olds, honestly. No, for real. It's, it's been yeah. such a weird few years in Texas with weather. But that's our life. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, I'm stressed and I'm cold. That's the how worst I'm doing. Two things ever. I hate. I hate being cold. I well because literally you and I are almost never cold. Yeah. So no. I mean that thyroid situation takes uh, care of that for me. Fuck that. And I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely hate having heat blow on me at any oh. any point of my body or whatever. So like Dude. when I sleep or I'm in my car, I cannot have heat just like blowing on me at any point in time. Yes. We are the exact same, which I knew that, but it's like 30 degrees in the morning and I'm like riding to work with my AC on. Oh, for sure. I don't, I don't turn my heater on in my car, but I will partake in the low setting of the seat heater until oh, yeah. I'm like warm enough. And then maybe a little bougie steering wheel heat action. I don't have but that. Only for a little while, because then all of a sudden it's like sweaty palms. <laughs> like yeah, I have seat warmers. I will partake in that. I don't have the steering wheel situation, but I I will turn the heat on to like defrost my car like this morning yeah. to do that. But by the time I hit the highway, I'm like, God, it's too hot in here. AC got to go on. Preach. The Uber situation is the worst, right? When oh. you're in someone else's car and you can't like, 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 I'm going to throw up in your car if you don't turn the heat <laughs> off. Sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying. That, that was the po- the biggest positive from like Uber, at least for me from like traveling as much as I used to was the preferences. You can start putting preferences oh, yeah. in. So I was like, I like it very cold. Don't even yeah don't come at me if you don't have an ac or if it's a nice day outside i don't give a shit turn the ac on roll the windows up turn the ac on yeah you cheap Uh, bastard you ain't paying for it let's do this i don't know how people live up north crazy harsh winters me neither i would love to visit chicago in the summer because i think it looks beautiful but like the 74 days of the year that it's nice that's the only days i'm going after that like that bye yeah i agree yeah on one hand i was it just sounded like i was talking shit about people that live in cold areas I'm really not. I'm like very impressed because that's something yeah. I can never do. I don't know how y'all don't kill yourselves. Like I would, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like there are not enough cute fucking puffer jackets for me to agree to do that. Uh, no, no, God it's a fashion no. no for me. All right, well, it's why we live in Texas, motherfuckers. Yeah random question name something that you deem just like inexplicably overrated oh damn god that's a good hard question right to tip it off i, I you know i have a million of these i know i i debate on like 
whether I should clue you in on these questions or not, because I like the idea of you having to prepare for them. But I, do I too. also like the on the spot too. I like on the spot. I'm just terrible at on the spot. I am as, too. But as I've like a training tool. Good for you. Good job. That's we need more of you in my life. Um, <laughs> Could I be in your life anymore than I already am? I actually don't know. That. I guess I could move to Houston. <laughs> That's true. Overrated. Overrated. Um, this is very strange. <laughs> it's the most random thing, but crepes. Crepes. Okay. okay. I don't fucking get it. There's a whole, like there's restaurants just dedicated to a crepe. And I- Are those like scones? No. Oh, gross. But scones are definitely overrated too. It's like eating a piece of charcoal. Like- I don't get it. You can put icing. You can put icing on a turd, but it's still a turd, you know? <laughs> Correct. In my opinion, uh, which this is, thank God. I will say this, which is why it's not technically a good answer because a savory crepe I can handle, but I just like, I'm not a big- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's just whole restaurants dedicated to crepes. Like everything in there is a crepe and I don't get it. That is wild. Oh, also Nutella. Incredibly Um, overrated. I think it's disgusting. I don't think it's disgusting, but I do think there's like a huge Nutella crave that I don't understand. Yeah. At all. My overrated thing, which to be honest, for me posing this question, I didn't really prepare for it either, but (laughs) I'm going to go with one that every time I say this gets a lot of heat. (laughs) Dishwashers. Dishwashers, I think are super overrated. I feel like you have to do the dishes anyway for them to work. So it's like you do the dishes and then you put them in the dishwasher and like run the dishwasher. I'm like, or I could just wash the dishes and dry them off and put them in the fucking cabinet because I'm already (laughs) washing it. Um, yeah, I get that, especially because I feel like you and I grew up in similar situations where a lot of people that do love a dishwasher don't do dishes like that. They just put them straight in there. Right. And, and you can't and fucking do that. You can't. Like no. you literally can't. I, I don't know. I do that. Jordan. Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about. And she just was like, put them in dirty. And it's like, no, you have to like, she thinks I'm a serial killer for like <laughs> washing the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. Well, you have to, right? Because isn't you do there have now, to, like, but people don't think that you do. And yeah. Cause there's now like loose food particles in your dishwasher well, that, and then they don't get cleaned. So right. again, you run the dishwasher and you pull the dish out and it's disgusting. And then you end up having to wash it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just bullshit soap scum. It's just like, that's food. Yeah. That's disgusting. Or- mold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. That's a good one. That's a good one. But people don't agree. Like people really get at me when I say that. And I don't want to claim I never use a dishwasher. That's false. Yeah. But I will say, especially like for me living in this apartment by myself, I generally just wash the dish, dry it and put it back in the cabinet and not utilize the dishwasher. I will say too, dishes, my number one most hated chore. Like dishes in the laundry. Any other chore but dishes. So I do hate doing dishes, but maybe that's a little, makes no sense, but... No, I get it. Good one. All right. Then. Now that's all I'm going to be thinking about. So I'm going to just text. Yeah. Next week you're like, um, penalty box. I have a different un- overrated that I want that I want to throw out there that was better than last week. Yeah, I have 30 more. Definitely be thinking of those. One thing I did want to mention before we get into football from the world of hockey, the men's USA team won the World Junior Championship. Yes. Day, defeating the heavily favored Canada team. Do nothing. I feel like always exciting when this happens. I think the world tunes in because it's yes. so reminiscent of the miracle on ice. So yep. anytime we have a USA versus Canada and then hockey, it's a big deal. At least it, it is. is state. No, agree. It's super fucking cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Very awesome. Wanted to mention that. And then as I said before, hockey is about to start back. I believe the first game's tomorrow. Woo. NHL anyway. Can't wait for that really excited moving right along to college football only one game here to talk about today and that is the national championship game champion shop i don't know i almost said no surprise to anyone but i I think there were a lot of people like the favored ohio state very heavily here and i think there was a lot of people that after their game against clemson thought ohio state was maybe going to beat alabama i was not one of those people i definitely thought alabama was going to win and they did very dominatingly uh 52 to 24 yes yes they did i think it was like early on 
sometime in the second quarter, Ohio State had recovered a fumble or something. There was a turnover. They yeah. recovered it and ended up like scoring a touchdown, tying it up. I think that was when it was 14-14. In that moment, I kind of thought, okay, maybe Ohio yeah. State really is going to make this a good game. But yeah. that lasted maybe like four minutes. And then Alabama ended up scoring like three more touchdowns before the half. So And then Devontae Smith happened oh my God. and Mac Jones and Najee Harris like get the fuck out of here yeah just literally I have no more words I have a ton of more words but I don't know I mean speechless exactly and what I'm about to say is something I never in a million years thought I would hear my own self saying but going into this game I was kind of rooting for Alabama I I will say I don't know that I was really rooting for them either way I think I was rooting for it to be a good game yes I just didn't think that was going to happen yeah and it didn't But I will say I didn't go into this game maybe hating Alabama winning as much as I normally would have. I mean, I think there's a deep-rooted part of me, and like I've said many times, that's always rooting for the underdog, so that might sound a bit odd or hypocritical to the way I normally am, but See, and I don't think so, right? Because I totally agree with you because I'm definitely an underdog-type gal. But with this particular situation with Ohio State and everything that's gone down this year, and then just watching Alabama do what they They've done this year, their players and just everything to me at the end of the day, they deserved to be here and deserve to win the game, period. And I'm not saying Ohio State didn't deserve to be there. I'm just saying for myself, because really at the end of the day, don't really give a shit, right? Like either one could have played. I would have liked a, a closer game, of course. But yeah, just with, with the players they have in that program, you can't deny that a national championship. You just yeah. can't. I so, think that's fair. And maybe that's where my head is at with everything and the drama that Ohio State had and COVID year, maybe that's where I'm at mentally that I just didn't really care. But I agree. Alabama deserves the respect. And I think, you know, this trio of people that you just mentioned are amazing. And it's almost like inhumane to watch in a way. It is so wildly crazy. Yeah. And not to take away from the rest of the team, right? I mean, clearly it takes, you know, an O-line and a D-line and secondary and all types of other people. I mean, Justin Fields, in my opinion, he had a great game. Yeah, he did. He did really well. And he'll go. I think he will probably be the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, there's a good chance. I don't know. I mean, some people might be hurting for some wide receivers like our fave Heisman winner. I was listening today on a discussion about where Smith will go in the draft. And there were people saying he won't make the top 10. And he may not. I mean, it just depends, I don't think so. I think that is ludicrous to say that he will not be in the top 10. I'm here to argue he will be in the top five. I will say it is a heavy quarterback class this year. I think he might be number five at best. But whoever's saying he's not going to be in the top 10, I just, I don't think, I think that's crap. I I know. I haven't done a whole lot of digging into like what everybody needs. I just, I keep seeing like, you know, the Ben's and the Philip Rivers and the Drew Brees or the Tom Brady's and all these like older quarterbacks and thinking like, what do they have in their arsenal, right? And some of them do. And like you said, it is a heavy quarterback class and quarterbacks typically go, you know, like- Yeah, I definitely think Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, I think they're going one, two. And I just think Smith is probably going to make, a. I definitely think he's going to make the top 10. Uh, during the game the other day, actually, um, or when was that last night? Is today Tuesday? I have no idea. Today is, in fact, Tuesday. I only <sighs> know that because of my med minder. Thank you. God. God. That's We're how a shit sad show. 30 is. So, <laughs> wait, till you get to, wait till you get to 35. I have like an economy sized bottle of Aquaphor literally right next to me. <laughs> so, here we are. Oh, this um, is 30. This is 30 and older. Um, no, so during the game last night, one of the commentators actually said, don't just watch Devonte Smith play, but watch how he plays. Meaning, he just goes out there and he works his ass off, and he and he does well. Like he doesn't get into like confrontations. He doesn't chirp people. He goes in. He makes plays. He goes out, studies what's happening. You know, whatever. He just works. He goes to work. He kind of reminds me of like Amari Cooper in that sense. Obviously, they're not like the same size, but as far as like how he plays, he's very even keeled. I guess it reminds me of what did you see the reporters talking to Najee Harris and. 
one of them said something like, how do you make it look so effortless out on the field? And he was like, effortless? What are you talking about? Like, I'm out there busting my ass. (laughs) It was like an epic response. Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. You have to go check it out. Yeah, that dude's a beast. I can't wait to see where he goes. I have a couple questions to ask you. Well, one, we have to bring attention to the fact that Nick Saban just won his seventh title and his sixth with Alabama. So like, what the fuck? Yeah. Did you see him cry? No. Yeah, he cried, which is very uncharacteristic of Nick Saban. So a lot of people talking about it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I I haven't seen any like post game, anything of him answering it. But I think maybe with everything that went on this year, it was maybe just a very emotional win. And, oh, um, that also- was very unlike Nick Saban. So kind of interesting yeah. to see like him be human. Like that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, robots. I've seen that gone. before. No, um, that is interesting and cool, right? And who knows what's going on? Like, I'm not going to start the rumor that maybe he won't be coaching anymore or not. But that's always in people's minds, right? Especially with a coach that's done what he's done. I mean, we would obviously be hearing about it if that was in the works. He's a pretty private guy. You never know. But that's true. It would. I mean, I don't know anything about that. If it were true, then that would even be more correlated to why he was like bawling afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's definitely been, I mean, it's been an emotional year for us, right? And we're just living life as regular human beings. (laughs) So obviously we have to just talk about real quick Devontae Smith and just like what he's been able to accomplish because I can't not, but he's the first whiteout to win at Heisman since 1991, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's badass. He set the record for most receptions and tied the record for most receiving touchdowns in a championship game and only played half of the motherfucking game. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? <laughs> like, what? How is that a thing? And he dislocated his finger and they just couldn't get it back. And that's yeah. why he didn't play. Like, if they would have been able to, like, fix it, locate it back, is that a thing? Said it, maybe. Said it, probably. Yeah, just a way to say it. But as I'm speaking, I'm like, let's relocate that, that thumb, please. His finger. <laughs> yeah, he would have been back in. So that's kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, he finished the season with 117 catches, 1,856 yards, and 25 total touchdowns, and that's just in 13 games. That's- I mean, clearly he has to have you know a Mac Jones maybe and whatever. But you could see in this game that hand injury was the only thing that took him out this year. Yeah. Nobody can fucking cover him. Yeah, and again, he's breaking all these records and yes. at Alabama of all at Alabama exactly so that's nuts also no. speaking of Mac Jones did you see his yeah. picture shirtless no but I can't get past his face because he looks like a tiny child he does look like a tiny child <laughs> He also kind of has like a super unathletic body. That's such a quarterback to me though. I like Josh yeah. Allen is a freak of nature, right? Because uh, he does not have a quarterback body. Okay. okay, you have a good point. I maybe didn't think about it that often, but <laughs> or think about it like that, but I was very shocked when I saw his shirtless photo. Yeah. Well, he also wears that rib protector or whatever mm-hmm. that thing is, so you literally have no idea what his body looks like yeah. unless his I shirt is off. I don't think I can bring myself to look. <laughs> I was like, it's not oh that bad. God. I don't want to like I know, I'm take it out more. I was just shocked. I was like, hmm, okay. No, I'm just saying because his face is so young. I'm like, how? Which I think, right? If you look back at when we were in college, we looked so young. And then these guys are out on the field doing this crazy shit. I'm like, not one dude in my college looked like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, Najee Harris? Get, what? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't no, a thing. I definitely went to the wrong college. Or I went to the wrong colleges. I went to multiple <laughs> colleges. <laughs> Still in college. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Which is I'm like that running around my campus. <laughs> Still being in college is something I'll bring up later during a different game. But yeah, so anyway, that's cool. And he had two national championships, so he's just a badass. So my question to you is, though, Jalen Waddle, do you think they should have played him or not? No. I mean, I I don't know. I think maybe for like the, what's the word? The, God, why do I do this every episode where I just like cannot mm. think of what the fuck I'm trying to say? Maybe for like the spirit of it in a way. I just don't know at this point why you would play him when you kind of know. And I don't want to say he's not needed. I'm not trying to imply he's not a good player because that is by far false. Maybe situationally they could have put him in a little bit. Like why? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously like the world of athletes were responding to this on Twitter and everything during the game. And I think it was a bad choice. I'm like pre-injury, he was the front 
front runner for the Heisman. He was like, you know, the guy. I mean, he was at least their top receiver, like to say the very least. Mm -hmm. And he fractures his ankle. And to me, it's like, you really want to risk that? Like, and I get for sure, right? Like, that's why, you know, they do senior night. Put him in on a special teams or put him in on one or two plays. So he can say he played in the national That's what I meant. Like, you put him in situationally just to like put him in. But no, you don't risk that. No. Or wait to see what happens in the game and then maybe play in the last five minutes of the half or the five minutes of the game. Right. If you're blowing it out, like, I just don't understand why he, as an athlete, unless he's decided not to go to the league, but I don't know why you would put yourself in that position or why the coaches would allow that. Like, that makes no sense to me. So who knows? I just, that blew up. So I was curious. There was another targeting call situation. (gasps) Yes, Um, there was. I mean, there is always a lot of controversy around these targeting calls. And obviously we went heavily into them last episode. So we won't do that again. But this one was clear as day targeting. It wasn't as controversial. I still don't like the players being ejected. I hate that for him. I do too. Like, can we maybe make it their second targeting they get ejected or something? Like, I just hate that for the players. But it is what it is. I'm not going to argue with the call. I think they made the right call. And I thought they made the right call last time. I just don't care for the punishment. Yeah. And I get them trying to make a point as well. But I just think we can do that in other ways. Agree. I don't like it. Because there are some people, even though we we were watching when that happened and both of us were like, that's targeting. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Like, I got rocked. Like, it's targeting. But today I saw a ton of other people hitting up Twitter and various socials saying the opposite. So I'm like, well, I don't see that. I didn't see opposite, a lot of hype but- on it this time. Um, I think this one was a little more accepted, if that makes sense. Mm. But it, I think it was targeting. I think the last one was targeting. I just don't like that they get ejected. I, I hate that. Me too. All right. Moving on to the NFL. Listen, guys. <laughs> I made our picks this weekend. And I went zero, five, and one. Okay. So... <laughs> New rule or spread a wild card weekend. Yeah, fuck a wild card weekend. What was that? No thanks. I'm like pissed because I feel like I should have just gone straight money lines on all the games. I would have got them right. I mean, the Steelers, I definitely thought they were, well, we'll get into it. But either way, that was fucked. Sorry to all of you out there who are really uh, following our advice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was ugly. Yeah. Thankfully, it was just this time, just this one time. But uh, yeah, we've done well typically or okay. Anywho, first game we're going to discuss Bills Colts. The Bills gave me a little scare here. Yeah, I know. They played like shit with the exception of Josh Allen. Like one person can't win a game, but I feel like he kind of single handedly won this game. Yeah, he played like a winner. They were talking about like that missed, uh, that dropped catch by Stefan Diggs. And it's like, I mean, even they said in the article, they're like, yeah, he's dropped five passes this season. But when you have 127 other catches, it's hard to remember, except for your, when you're in a wild card playoff game. That's when it counts. But I have, I have zero things. I have zero poor things to say about Stefan Diggs because I'm so fucking pumped that he's at the Bills. I'm so pumped that Josh Allen's his quarterback. I'm obsessed with that little bromance sitch. Agree. I mean, the Bills won 27-24, but the Colts very much could have won this game. I mean, the Bills scraped by here, and and I do think they played like crap. I think there's a lot of talk right now about the Bills being frauds and about next week. I'm like, no, 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 no. no." I'm like, let's get it straight. I think they had a bad game. Now, it was a terrible time to have a bad game, but thankfully, they made it through. Yeah, Um, they're not the Bills that squeaked into the playoffs what, what was it like 2019 or whatever like they're not they didn't luck into this right. like they're a good team this year really really absolutely good I could see them winning the Super Bowl type good team this year yeah. so I don't know maybe they can't handle the pressure we'll see what happens yeah. but um yeah it was scary fumble situation yeah. Yeah. yeah so definitely a heightened piece of this story it was a terrible call to be yeah. honest. I mean it's like the fumble not fumble situation I personally feel like it was 1000% a fumble he yeah had possession on the ground gets up makes the football move and then gets tackled loses the ball again so it's like yeah, he was not down by contact right no he was in, not down by contact at all in any view of that yeah. fucking play was no. he down by contact yeah i agree um, so in i mean to me honestly the nfl should be glad the bills won that game because had they lost this game after that fucked up call bad i mean buffalo would have been knocking down the doors of nfl I was gonna, headquarters i feel like say, i would not want to be Roger Goodell, if that would have happened, but you don't want Bill's mafia knocking on your door. Um, fuck no. 
Do not, unless Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Cole Beasley are leading that <laughs> fight. <laughs> then I, and then and only then will I answer that door. <laughs> but yeah, that was a very, very controversial call. I don't know. I think, like, I think Philip Rivers played very well. There was just a, like, several missed opportunities for the Colts, I feel like, yeah. that really shaped the game where, you know, they kind of maybe didn't play to win in a way. There was like, I can't remember, I think it was like a fourth and goal and they went for the touchdown instead of kicking the field goal. Yeah. And I mean, well, here I just said they weren't playing to win. So maybe that sounds a little <laughs> but in the situation they were in, I think they should have kicked the field goal, got the points, but I'm also glad the Bills won. So whatever. But yeah, I can, I, I agree. We'll see, right? Like yeah. one of the big questions right now too is like, was that Philip Rivers' last game period? Was it his last yeah. game with the Colts? Like he had a one-year $25 million deal. Definitely like, a big question mark on everyone's mind. I hope it's not. I'm not, like, I don't. Yeah, I'm a fan. Rivers. Like I'm a fan Yeah. I'm, me too. I would hate to. I honestly would hate for him to leave the NFL. Like I think. Me too. I think he's still got a year or two yeah. at least. Yeah, I'm a fan. So yeah, interesting. We'll see what that goes. Uh, the Bills are going to be missing Zach Moss for the rest of the playoffs, which sucks uh, for them. He's out yeah. with an ankle injury. But we have to draw attention. We've said it several times, but now that they've actually won, it's their biggest win since 1994, which is nuts. Bills fans have been waiting 25 years for a home playoff game. Yeah. Did you so, see? I shared on our at women camp parlay Twitter, there was this video, like a bird's eye view of them at like, I guess a bar, but they had to be outside yeah. and when they won the celebration. It was awesome. Oh, was it, was it as crazy as uh, Tuscaloosa for the no, Alabama win? Not that crazy. I mean, I'm certain Bill's mafia brought it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. However, yeah. this was like maybe one side street of people. Whereas Tuscaloosa was like the entire town. Yeah. Interesting. I'm yeah, I'm sure they, I didn't see it, but I can picture it because even at the, like at the stadium, the commentators and everyone was like, I mean, there's only, what was it like 10%? So it was like 6,700 people in there. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. And yeah. So they were just like, you know, okay, not really thinking anything of it, but they were like, those Bills fans like brought the shit down. Yeah. Like they, they were like, we could hear them. The Bills could hear them. And obviously the Colts could hear them. Like Absolutely. it was, yeah. So pretty cool. I'm excited to keep continue watching them. Same, same. Okay. Moving on, next game, Rams-Seahawks. God. <laughs> I know. I, I Well, I will say, if you listened to our pod last week, I had an inkling. I don't know. I think the Rams yeah, could do it. you did. I guess I'm not that surprised, just based on the second half of the Seahawks season, I think. Mm -hmm. They've had a weird, weird season, and they're just lacking certain, certain things that they're going to have to figure out. Dude, I literally have three, or technically one, two, three, four, five words written down, but I have... <laughs> no confidence, lackluster, and flat. Very good way to put it. Yeah. It sucks. It's sad, right? Because like Russell Wilson was just like the MVP front runner, like probably the first five games of the season and he killed it. Thank you to for my fantasy team. But <laughs> he like this game, he completed 40.7% of his passes and he yeah. had a pick six. Like that yeah. is just not Russell Wilson. No, it's not him at all. So he did also have two touchdowns, but still. Yeah. The Rams looked really good though, too. I don't want to take away from them. 100%. They look Yep. great. I think they, they like came to play, man. Yeah. Literally Jared Goff went and had surgery on a thumb like two weeks ago or something. And he's back in playing. And These guys are animals. Yeah. True. But, I mean, and for the Rams to pull that off after Aaron Donald goes out, like shit, man, it looks like Pete pants needs to switch back to the khakis because the name I, Oh God, I can't believe I didn't write that down. Like he did not have a different pair of pants. Mm -mm. What the hell Pete? Yeah. I mean like we are kind of making fun of you, but at the same time, like we fucking loved your pants. We're shitting on them, but we also need you to wear your Pete pants. Yeah. If you're not wearing Pete pants, we don't have anything to talk about, bro. Right. Also, you're not winning games without your Pete pants. So. Yeah. Obviously, they Take serve that a out. Yeah. They serve a purpose. Glenna, bro. wasn't that his wife's name? Yeah. Glenna, get on top. Come, Come on, bro. bro. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, man, we got to get the Pete pants back. Yeah. Um, Hashtag Pete pants. We never like even made like one post about those. Yeah, we Actually, that is false. There was a guy that I saw had tweeted something about Pete Carroll's pants and I yes. retweeted it. And I was like, no, exactly. I, Pete pants. Yeah. Well, well, now that football's coming to a close, we can maybe start that bad boy up. We got busy. We have a lot of work to do in the off season. Yeah. Next Washington football team versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Uh, interesting. And 31 to 23. Yes, they did. Also don't have a lot on this game. I It wasn't really a game. It was pretty boring in my mind. I don't know if that was just because I didn't care or whatever, but yeah, I just didn't have a lot of takeaways from this. Definitely thought the Bucks were going to win. I was hopeful they would win by more than eight points, but that was my one push this week. Yeah. So. <laughs> my only takeaways are really just points because or points I was going to make. The Bucks offense is like on yeah. fire. They've gotten some shit figured out. Yeah, they're clicking. They are for sure fucking clicking. And maybe this like Tom Brady's home for Antonio Brown. That's maybe seven. Tony Robbins is working out for him. Like, I don't know. It clearly something's working out for them. Yeah, it's working. And with Ronald Jones Jr. out, or the third, my bad, my boy Leonard Fournette got a chance to go in and fucking killed it. And I'm so happy for him about that, right? Like, I'm picturing this as a Cole Beasley situation because Leonard Fournette was a freak of nature at LSU. Like, a freak of nature. We talked about this. Like, anybody, go watch his highlight film. It's insane. And then for him to go to Jacksonville and not really do anything, it's like, bummer. Anyway, so he ended up coming in and doing really well, and I hope that either the Bucks, obviously, depending on Ronald, what goes on with him, but I don't know if they are going to continue to need him or not, but I hope he lands somewhere while he's still technically in his prime to do what he's, like, meant to do. Like, he needs to be somewhere where he clicks, and he did well. Tom Brady's stupid freak. (laughs) That game put him as his 31st playoff win, which just continues to make him the most winningest quarterback in playoff history. Yeah. So nuts. 31st playoff win. That's crazy to think about. (laughs) so crazy. I mean, he is old. Yeah, and he has won a lot of Super Bowls, but still. I mean, they're a contender, and I, I was hating on them, but, like, their second half of the season has picked the fuck up. Few puzzle pieces short of the full puzzle at the beginning of the year for some reason, and now well, they found all them. of those, all of a sudden, yeah, those pieces are here. Yeah. In, in full force. Washington football team ran into that COVID quarterback situation. Yeah. But yeah, everybody was kind of blowing up about that Heineke kid. So, oh, that's yeah. what I was going to talk he about. played very well. Yeah, he did, considering he had to email all of his professors and be like, hey, can I finish taking my finals after the playoffs? <laughs> and so they were funny. like, yeah. So they're like, yeah, fuck it. You're, you're good. So he did, and he yeah. did pretty well. So Very well. Even scored a touchdown. Yeah. I, um, again, like, I don't know if you saw this, but I shared this thing on Twitter where somebody made like top 20 quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFC East. Ooh. And it was like, he was number one. Dak was number <laughs> two. It was like really funny. <laughs> and number, I don't know, 11. It was like Tony Romo. <laughs> like it was pretty <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But no, that was a very impressive situation with him. Yeah. And the way he played, that'll be... Um, what is an English word? Yeah. Oh, ignore me. Did I send you any of these? It's this chick on uh, TikTok that does like football broadcasting. Uh-uh. Hello and welcome back to Sports Ball News with Taylor. Last night, the blue-white-red laser sheep took on the blue-white-red butt-chins. Both teams are tied for last, in my cat's opinion, who refused to watch the game. Number 17 really was playing the game. The on-screen chemistry between blue-white-red 14 and blue-white-red 27 was palpable. 10 out of 10 casting directors. Oh my god, that's so good. She fucking did one the other day. Like, she has so many now, which I love. I'm like, I hope she keeps doing these, because, yeah. like, they're just so stupid. That's but hilarious. I was, anyway, the reason I was trying to find this girl is because she called the Ravens, like, the purple and gold a- angry somethings, and then the bl- the blue, white, and reds. What's that called? Fuck, now I can't even, now I have to find it. Sorry, this is Hey, sports ball fans, welcome back to Sports Ball News with Taylor. Yesterday, yeah. the purple gold devil chickens took on the blue, red, blue flaming IODs. <laughs> what? That's wonderful. Like, what? Oh my God. Fucking perfect. It's so funny. Oh, that's so amazing. anyway. Which, yeah, I mean, I know how to do TikTok. No, I don't. I know how to get onto TikTok Not and look ourselves at here. Yeah. We have to have our meeting and figure out our retreat, you mean. Our retreat. Yes, our, our retreat. retreat. Any part ladies out there want to go to? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where we're going. I mean, even just like tropical yeah. Dallas. <laughs> tropical Dallas. <laughs> 30 degrees one day and 70 degrees the next day. So. You never know what you're going to get. Sign up now. We'll get so, we'll get a block. Of room. <laughs> We're going to embassy because they have free happy hour. Cover the drinks for that. Between five and seven and not a minute more. Oh, that's right. funny. I don't even know where we are anymore. Titans, Ravens. Correct. The flaming IUDs. <laughs> yes. The blue, red, blue flaming IUDs versus the purple, white, and gold angry chickens. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. I love Big how we fan. just promote everything. 
everyone else but ourselves on this podcast. <laughs> hey, <We're> like- <laughs> uh, listen, I forced five complete strangers at a restaurant the other day to subscribe to our podcast. So nice. That's why yeah. is that why our ratings went up to twenty? Ooh, maybe because- like who the fuck rated our podcast? <laughs> like full mass, six feet away. I'm like, hey, it's women can't parlay. It has some big lips on it. It looks like this. <laughs> you know what? This is why we do need to go on a retreat. We'll have like eighty seven thousand oh. ratings by the time we're done with Dallas. Oh. Yeah, we'll just make a tour. We'll do Houston. Like, we'll do Dallas. Knowing us, um, like that's the only way we're going to make this successful is we have to travel and force people to listen to us. Yeah, I'm into that. Which we were, we're we really were, good at getting drunk and like convincing period. people to do shit. <laughs> that's fact. And I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would listen to anything we say. Yeah, I know. Me neither. But we were talking about doing a traveling pod anyway. So yeah, that's true. You know, which one of the places we're going to have to go? Buffalo. Yes, but I mean, not really. but not because I'm excited to go there. Honestly, the way I just saw them win the game this last weekend kind of makes me want to go this weekend and go to that same bar. And <laughs> I'll probably jinx them and I'll fucking lose. So we're not going to yeah. do that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. You're but welcome. It would be amazing. Also, another place we have to go is to a Washington Nationals game because today they announced that they are going to be the first ever MLB stadium to have an in-house sports book. So you're going to be able to bet cool. there and there's like an app. Very cool. So I don't remember where we are still. <laughs> um, we're again back on the flaming IUDs and the angry chickens, um, a.k.a. The we t- have been trying to talk about this game for four years. I know, but your boy Big Cat <laughs> kept calling the Titans the Titans, and I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> stop. God bless. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I feel like it's so hard for me to not talk about Barstool at all times. But yes, that and then there's another funny thing that happened in the Bears game that I want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about because I don't want to be that person. Um, (laughs) Fucking Titans and Ravens. Basically, you said earlier that a quarterback can't technically beat a team, but I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson beat the fucking Titans. Yeah, he did. So there's that. And you know what? Obviously, this game, he didn't have any intestinal issues. Or maybe he did because he still ran into the tunnel, right? Directly after the game. I was going to say, are we going to get on? that again maybe sam poop gate too you in yeah we'll get sam on she can record with us we'll get her she's a medical professional we'll yes get her input she <laughs> No, um, I mean, this was, Lamar Jackson killed it. He not only changed, so but totally controlled the pace of this game. Derrick Henry only had like 40 yards oh, or yeah. something crazy. It, yeah, it was um, literally 40 yards. I was very surprised. I thought the Titans were going to win this game. I think it was a terribly coached game. There was yes weird play calling that I just will never understand. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Well, yeah. And even defensively, like same defensive plan, different result, bro. Like right. it's not going to continue you to work somebody's gonna figure it out yeah so like, they did the and it was the ravens the ravens victorious they won 20 to 13 and yeah, a lot of uh this was a revenge game the whole drama with the titans yes. dancing on their logo and i think the titans won both of their games earlier this season mm-hmm. the ravens kicked their ass and then yeah. danced on their logo that's why i kind of liked or you know a lot of people were talking about lamar after that last play like just running straight into the and like motioning for the rest of the team mm-hmm. to like come in there and stuff. And I really didn't hear a lot of chatter of that being disrespectful or anything like that because I think just with the emotional points, to it, like all the things that you just mentioned, yeah, were so big that it was just like, look, we're not, we don't want to turn into whatever that college game a few weeks ago, like what could mm-hmm. happen right now. If we all go out there, like what's going to happen? We don't know. So, in my opinion, good on you, Lamar. Get your yeah. boys out of there and like you can talk later you fucking all have each other's numbers and shit anyway it's one of those things where i don't really i don't like the dancing on the field we've talked about it a lot but the titans yeah. kind of asked for this they kind of had it coming so yeah i mean i'm here for karma so yeah same say there yeah also fyi people karma's here for karma and don't you fucking forget it like if you, if you think it's not real just ask I'll, the titans yeah exactly <laughs> and maybe and honestly ask, the Steelers. i was gonna say also maybe ask juju smith schuster but we'll get yeah. into that later yes we will my biggest takeaway from this game i love the way you said that my (laughs) biggest takeaway 
Maybe a couple things. So, well, I guess they're off, like the Ravens offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, is catching some shit for this game. I mean, they clearly won, but like Lamar Jackson needs help. He was able to pull this off with the Titans because they also figured their defense out. They're able to do a lot of different things, but like they're not going to be able to do that against like the Chiefs, right? Mm -hmm. So he he needs to figure some things out, period. And who knows, maybe they draft Devontae Smith. I don't know. Um, it's not like they don't have people, but they this dude needs to figure yeah. his passing game out. He, um, he needs help. Yeah, exactly. Like Lamar Jackson can only be so creative. Correct. Um, there's just no other way to put that. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I don't know, the MVP of my heart for this game. I don't know what to what award to give him, but Patrick Ricard. He's a fullback for the Ravens. He played defensive line at Maine, and then <laughs> he was signed uh, as an undrafted free agent to the Ravens in 2017. He's 311 pounds. Jeez. 311 pounds, guys. It's like, a lot. In, like, he's making athletic moves. Like, it's it was insane. It was cool to watch. And I hope freaking Greg Roman needs to work that dude also into more of an offensive thing. I'm like, he's a fucking blocking fullback? Like, there's not that many fullbacks in the NFL. Like, this dude? I don't know. He yeah. should be doing... He, he came into the league in 2017. He should be doing more than he's doing right now, in my humble, humble opinion. So, nice. anyway. Yeah, he's a badass, so. Love that. Uh, but that's all I got. All right. We'll move all right along next game bears saints saints win 21 9 nickelodeon edition yeah watch uh i didn't i've only just seen highlights i watched on nickelodeon and was it awesome so so did you get the full like the kid broadcast or like commentators and stuff or did they have oh yeah because i think tony commentated like the regular yeah so i talked about this last week i didn't know how it was gonna go but i was pretty certain it'd be simulcasted and it was so it was on nickelodeon that's what i thought it was all also on CBS. Yeah. They're affiliated. So CBS, from what I gather, is just the normal, regular view. Yes, it was. I jumped on over to Nickelodeon, watched that, checked that out. Was it cool? (laughs) Here's what I'll say. I loved it in a sense of like, it was funny, but like, I also can understand, if if that were a cowboy game, no fucking way I would be watching that. Yeah, I'd be, there's no way. And if I were, especially like losing that game, like I would be pissed. So like, I can understand and how a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. I watched it just out of the pure curiosity sure. and hilarity of it all. But yeah, and like there was kids like commentating and when they scored a touchdown, it was like the slime zone and this like, yeah. then like young it Sheldon is. would come in with these bullshit facts. It was funny because I almost tweeted like, I'm learning so much watching the Nickelodeon <laughs> game because the whole time they're just explaining every fucking thing that happens. Oh, cool. And, but I mean, it was almost to an annoying point especially if you already know everything yeah. football well that sounds yeah. a little ridiculous but yeah no I get it and that's kind of what I was worried about too like well before obviously they did it was like you just said well, is it one or the other because I hope that that can't ever be a thing no I don't think that will ever be a thing where they're like actually broadcasting exclusive games from Nickelodeon but apparently I mean Nickelodeon did really well they had over two million yeah I think it's a freaking great idea like yeah, did- I saw someone tweet and an athlete I don't remember who and they were like I've never gotten my son to be able to sit through a whole football game and now he sat through the whole thing so yeah which is so cool like compromise right because while somebody in if it's not their team who cares but somebody that just likes to watch football yeah it's so cool to be able to do that and get your kid involved and I don't know I I I really enjoy the idea of this whole thing Um, it was it was it was interesting like this is the only thing I can I like I said I can definitely tell you that if I care a bit about this game and in, in like yeah. a sense that it was like my team no fucking yeah. like yeah so a question for you then too since you watched it actually on that network somebody was saying how like nostalgic it was and stuff and just going on there I'm like the slime is really the only thing that like as the things that like kept popping up and people showing different you yeah. know views of it, that was the only thing that I really ever kind of watched yeah, a I don't bit, know that but I never watched Spongebob I was never into that like all the other stuff I felt like was more new age. So I was like, God, am I just really old? Because I'm like, none of this is nostalgic.
nostalgic. Yeah. I should I get Keenan and Kel on there, like we said last time. They kept mentioning things. So like, I don't even have a good duo, but they would be talking about a duo and then they'd be like, yeah, this is like Keenan and Kel. They do a lot of compare and contrast <laughs> where they would include nostalgic yeah. characters from Nickelodeon. I don't know that the nostalgia factor was there to that degree. Slime that you saw was fake. And then I think at the very end, they had a bucket of slime, but nobody actually ended up getting slime. So that was they kind of bullshit. It, they yeah. should have slimed the MVP. Well, he lost the game. So. Well, I know, but he was named MVP after I the game, know. right? Well, so... I'm confused. Yeah, so, I'm going to need your okay. help with this. I'm, I try to not bring up Barstool in this podcast. No, please do. We're going to do it because this was like the funniest fucking thing that ever happened. Okay. So one of the main personalities of Barstool, Big Cat, who you've already yeah. mentioned, he's yeah. from Chicago, huge Bears fan. So, and I will say too, I watched the first half on Nickelodeon yeah. and then the second half I tuned into Barstool's stream because it's hilarious and I always to watch some of the games watching the, their stream. So Big Cat's pissed off because the Bears are sucking it up, which we'll get into. So they're obviously going to lose the game and Nickelodeon keeps posting this thing where you can go vote for MVP. So Nickel- Nickelodeon valuable player. Yeah, Nickelodeon valuable player. Thank you. So all of a sudden the guys at Barstool get this bright idea. They're like, fuck it. If we can't win this game, we're going to get winning this MVP and he's going to be like the only MVP ever in the history of life. Drew that loses. Like we're not giving it to Drew. I guess oh. like all the thousands of people on the stream start voting for Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. So I'm watching the live stream. The Nickelodeon like commentators come in and they're like, wow, 47% of the votes are for Mitch Trubisky. That's odd. Like he hasn't <laughs> even scored a touchdown. And, and like Nickelodeon has no fucking idea what's going on. They're like, how the fuck is this happening? The Barstool people kept thinking they were going to like... <laughs> steal the election and give it to Drew Brees. So they're hashtagging like, stop the steal. Oh like, my God. It was trending. Oh my God. That's it so was funny. so fucking funny. Like, God, so yeah, obviously. Mitch Trubisky won MVP. I just uh, couldn't stop laughing. Especially with the whole like, them like doing the voter fraud thing. Like it was just perfect. Well, 100%. That's, yeah. that's the funniest part to me, honestly. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Anywho. Cool. Anyway, the, the game. People actually fucking care about. Yeah. This game, I never really thought the Bears were going to win. No. But they lost that game the second Javon wins. Dropped that pass. Yeah. That ball couldn't have been thrown any fucking better. It would have changed the momentum of the game. It was very early on in the game. Could have, for sure. I don't even know how he dropped it. It was just one of those crazy, like, it was in his hands. Hit his fucking chest. Fell out of his hands. Like, he just didn't catch it. And, I mean, I hate that for him. But, yeah, it was just, it was bad. So, that was really the turning point. I mean, maybe not turning point, but... It could have changed the momentum. The Bears were defeated in that moment because it would have, I think everyone knew at that moment that that was their chance of like maybe winning or maybe changing the momentum and it was gone. And then after that, they really couldn't make anything happen. Honestly, the Saints won 21-9. Yeah, the Bears played terrible, but do you know who also played terrible? The Mm -hmm. Saints. I'm yeah, sorry. no, they didn't play good. They didn't play well. That game should not have been 21 to 9. No, in my it shouldn't have. I mean, the 21 only happened at the very end of the game. They scored a yeah. couple times and yeah. ran away with it. But that was not until, what, like late into the fourth quarter? They should have pummeled the Bears. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't does not bode well for their postseason outlook. In my yeah, opinion. them playing the Bucks next week, for yeah. example. Mm, yeah. No, um, no, I agree. I was I mean, very shocked. I don't know. I think I was hopeful for the Bears a little bit but yeah um, I never th- I didn't really think they would win but I apparently thought they could cover 10 and I was wrong <laughs> well I know and I'm with you too especially considering how the Saints have been playing I don't think they've been really killing it right um I do think this is the first game since Drew Brees has been back from his incredible injury that he actually seemed like himself um so that's positive for the Saints but I mean I'm with you with the Bears I feel like they had more potential but they have a lot of key players out for injuries yeah, they did um, and COVID which- they, they also have had a weird year and they just have not been able to get their shit together. So sure. not not a total shock. I thought they yeah. might play better because I, again, still feel like Mitch has not been terrible. Not terrible, but like even this game, like he didn't really play. He, Yeah, I think. I feel like he kind of played scared in this game where. He's kind of known for that a little bit, but. Well, but right. That's been yeah. kind of my whole point, this thing, like even him yeah. playing better right now. And I, I'm not trying to be mean, but like this is the typical Mitch Trubisky situation 
situation where it plays really well in a few games and Bears fans get their hopes up and then they still keep losing and he yeah. continues to do shit like this. So I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he'll be at the Bears next year or if he's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I know. I don't think he will be, but I don't think he's out of the NFL. Like, I think he'll be somewhere. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, he should no, be. And maybe I, I don't see him being one of those. Maybe he turns into like an Andy Dalton for some team. <laughs> Unless he finds his, again, a Cole Beasley. Like, I feel like he found his fit with Buffalo. Yeah. And he's definitely going to have to find a fit somewhere. And it's definitely not the Chicago Bears team. That's no, that's for sure. Well, and that's been evident for quite a while. Yeah. But the last like four or five games that he's had, he really like, after his sit, for sure. came back with a vengeance and like was playing much better than he was before. This game wasn't indicative of that. He didn't have yeah. a great game. No, he's definitely capable. It's just there's something yeah. that's missing. Like he's he'll be like a one and a three, but he's missing his number two, right? Like he, yeah. it's if that makes sense. That's a weird yeah. thing that it I does. just said. But the only tiny things I was going to say about the Saints, just because it's cool, it's their ninth playoff victory since 2006, which is badass. Drew Brees, I think he's back. I think he's back, and I. Oh. I wasn't really convinced of that this game. Well, compared to the last game he played, I think. Better. Absolutely. But I don't think he's back. But I think he's getting there. And I think how they're doing things, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one versus the Bucs. No doubt, but that's when he shows up too, right? Yeah, him and Tom Brady to do that for like, sure. Yeah, they beat up on each other for what, like two decades now. So, yeah, which like speaking of, uh, did you see that? I don't think Tom Brady is the only one that posted it, but he definitely did post it. It was a picture of Drew Brees and Tom Brady. And it said, any future games between Drew Brees and Tom Brady need to be shown on the History Channel. (laughs) And then they both were like age apt. So they both have like these really nice looking beards. I was like, hey guys, like good job to your wives. Because if that's what you guys look like in 20 or 30 or 40 years or whatever, like good job. ain't too shabby. But like Tom Brady posted it. So I think that's funny, right? That he's like, like, cool. That's funny. I get it. <laughs> like, we're old. <laughs> I did see that photo. I guess I didn't realize who posted it. And then I saw another photo of, like, them comparing... I- again, women can't parlay. This is our style, but it was Tom Brady and his age and how he looks right now compared to some historical quarterback who was the same age at the time and just comparing their looks and their like physique, how aged the historical quarterback looked versus Tom Brady. It was mind blowing. Oh God. I want to see that. Yeah. I'll send it to you. And of course it's probably like really famous quarterback that I should be remembering who they were comparing. And I don't, and did I Capture it. Did I write it down? Absolutely not. Because we're here to bring you nothing other than just our thoughts. Yeah, just us talking about random crap that nobody cares about. Yeah, this the is real facts we save for none of you. So. Moving on. Next game is the final game, which was the Browns-Steelers game. No idea what happened here, but I can tell you I'm not mad about it. I can tell you that I think our little friend Karma might have had something to do with it. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Well, we'll start with the score. I do think I want to start with people need to start giving the Browns more fucking credit. I agree. I think, I mean, even now after what they've done, people are still chalking it up to all these things and I'm like when are we going to actually give the Browns some fucking kudos they played a great fucking game they did they might have got like that first touchdown free in a way because of that high snap but they worked for their other touchdowns like they played fucking fucking football in a situation without their coach yep their head coach without players like I don't want to hear people talking shit on the Browns like I just I do not especially especially when they beat a team like the Steelers exactly like Get the actual fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Now, I will say, too, maybe the Steelers were kind of fraudulent. I did point out earlier in this season that I didn't know if they were as good. And they, well, I don't know if I said that, but I definitely said I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl because of the whole undefeated curse thing. Like, I was just, I don't know something about those undefeated teams. It just doesn't work out. And that's what happened. This is exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, they became undefeated quite a while ago, but yeah, you did say that while they were undefeated and you were correct. But I did think they were going to win. Like, I was very shocked by this. Now, had the Browns been playing full strength, I maybe would have given them more credit. But with everything going on, I definitely. Definitely thought the Steelers were going to win. They didn't. I just asked my pick because that was an L. Revert revert to our Twitter or Instagram to see our losing pick card. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> so the score was 48 to 37, which I don't honestly think was a good depiction of the actual game either, no. right? Another one, yeah. 28 nothing after the first quarter. Yeah, truly was. And the Steelers, <laughs> I mean, they had time to come back and they kind of did, but they just never really gained the momentum. They did a little bit, yeah. but they never gained control of the game. The Browns yeah. own this game. And another kudos to the Browns. Going up 28 to nothing after in the first quarter, they could have totally gotten comfortable become very relaxed and we've got this that is not what they did they were like nope we still have to get out there we still have to play this game and that's what they did they came out they attacked Pittsburgh I was so impressed in that they're just one of those teams right like look at where they've been look at where they're coming from you just look at them like that like oh yeah they'll go up 20 to nothing in the first quarter and then they'll fuck it up right yeah because they just don't have that experience and especially together yeah they did not come out and play like freshmen they played like seniors is what they did they sure as fuck did and I think so many things play into that, right? Like these two are rivals, hard rivals. And the karma I was referring to is Juju, right? So if you refer to a later, earlier podcast of ours called Bad Juju, it's all about him doing his TikTok dances on the other team's logo before games and they kept losing games. Well, he stopped the dancing. He did multiple times. We talked about it on multiple podcasts. Yes. Yeah. So he stopped the dancing, but before the game, he threw some more shade talking about like, I hate to because I actually like him. I, f- I do think he does. I go back and forth because I do think he does a lot for the community. And I just, I love athletes like that, right. that do whatever. So I'm not talking about his character. However, this is just gets a little too cocky competitive for me. I don't do well with those personalities. I don't either. And, and I think there are some athletes who that's their MO. Like they need to do that. That's what they need to do right. to build motivation. So I want to be mindful that maybe that's just, maybe that's what he's doing. Like, Bro, you might want to cut it out. It's not yeah. going well. Like, like go- it's so easy to blame on him, on him because of these things but oh it's for sure so like yeah it's so not his perfectly fault. contrived in a yeah. way that I'm like how can we not how can people not throw shit at you after what you've done exactly and like the stuff he was saying too was just like you know there's just the same old Cleveland team I'm like dude you're giving them ammo that was quite the opposite of what happened and you have to imagine that in some of those conversations on the sideline or after the first quarter when the Browns are up 28 to 0 they're like fuck Juju we're not listen to what he said like right. that's what I would be doing if I was a team captain I'd be like cool do you see this fucking TikTok did you see what he's talking he's talking about you he's talking about you he's talking about me he's talking about Kevin Stefanski in the fucking basement like yeah this is bullshit yeah no but speaking of Stefanski there's a lot of people saying that because he wasn't there this game and they played so well that this might have cost him coach of the year and I'm like I'm sorry I don't see it that way I feel like what this man did is he prepared his team to be able to execute without him there that which gives him a leg up of the year that I, I don't know what that's about but i agree let's put that into perspective hey maybe um, we could start posting our women parlay perspective god rainy loves a corner <laughs> she does she loves a segment maybe boogle help me kyle's corner <gasps> it does kyle how you feel time. about that bro let's figure that out let's work on that y'all um, figure that out y'all i'll text you it. i'll post it <laughs> okay fair you're gonna have to teach me how to edit first yeah. <laughs> exactly. somebody um, teach me how to edit first. Whatever. So anyway, they go along with like the juju situation, like after the game, my boy Claypool, been a fan of him and I still am because I think he's going to do good things, but he then was throwing shade on the Browns for future games specifically. Which I'm not a big fan of him, but he was like a number one, the person that I was like, the fuck bro? Like, can we not give them some fucking credit? Well, I I don't, yeah, you're right. Because, but in his defense also, he's a fucking rookie. He's learned so a lot of the biggest thing I was taking from it is Juju rev, like rubbing off on him, right? So that's that's a good point. That that's that's how I see it because, and I don't know how Claypool, I don't know how he was in college, honestly. Like I can look back, but you know what I mean. So on one hand, I disagree a hundred percent, but that's just not how I, that's not my personality. So yeah. I'm I am not a shit talker per se. My sisters might have a different opinion, however. <laughs> so like stuff like that, yeah, you should give the other team credit. But like I also understand that it's right after the game you just lost your first playoff game so it's hard so I don't fully I mean I blame him because he said that but here in a few years like he may be a completely different person we'll we'll know when we know but stay tuned I just brought it up because a lot of people were saying is Juju rubbing off on him and like is this going to be a situation and I hope not and don't have a bad attitude at the end of the day you fucking made it to the playoffs like yeah whatever um can't win them all can't win them all uh 
Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. Eek a beak. <laughs> yeah, eek a beak. Thanks, girl. We used to have a sign for that. Well, that was the eek face. Yeah. Just the, the colon and the slant. Sorry the that y'all can't see us right now, but yeah. We a, we well, just on your keyboard, eek beak. the eek face is a colon and a forward slash and or a backslash, whatever you want. In a crowded bar pre-COVID, there's like drama and situations happening and you need to like signal to your girl, like, come Help. over here or Help fuck. You just do this forward slash on your mouth and that yes you do um going to listen to this podcast no one not even me (laughs) no so ben i'm just i'm curious what he's gonna do right like he was very sad after that game he i don't he may still be sitting on that bench speaking of crying we got nick saban crying and big ben crying after the game i did i will say that was a little heartbreaking to see yeah i'm not his biggest fan no yeah i'm not a big fan either and i'm blanking on the other player that was sitting over there with him and they had this heartfelt talk Uh, and it broke my fucking heart he was like i'm sorry man like you're one of the reasons i did this and and this happened like i'm so sorry i was like oh my god because at the end of the day like that's what sucks even when like we've talked a little bit this year about especially right now like there's a lot of head coaching jobs open right and it's not i hate that everybody just is like oh that guy sucks blah blah blah." at the end of the day that's their livelihood like they have families Mm -hmm. and they just get canned after five games of the season or this that and the other it's like it's brutal it's cutthroat like i feel for these people and like you know I mean yeah Ben's gonna be just fine like he's I think he is like 41.3 million is his like contract or some shit and that's big like the Steelers need money so what are they gonna do I don't know and it's just like he's just older and he's injured and just not in his prime I love his heart for the game like I think he's very dedicated to it and I think it's a sad situation but that's football like I mean yeah it is what it is it didn't happen you couldn't make it happen and I don't know, they're gonna have to make some des- some decisions. I agree. Also, like random subject, it's not it. really random subject change. That doesn't make sense. But I found it baffling at the lack of pressure the Steelers defense put on Baker Mayfield to a degree of like, what the fuck were they doing? Yeah, that to me that was too. one of the biggest takeaways of this game. Baker Mayfield like, untouched in this game. I don't know what fucking magicianal things is. That doesn't make sense. No, I love the magician. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're making that a no fucking word. word. We're making it a word. That's not. I'm pretty sure you made that up, but I like it. Like magical and magician God, is kind of it, what you added together, but I'm into it because I get it. It makes sense. I have got to stop being an accountant. <laughs> My brain is so dead right now that I just said magicianal instead of ma- magical. But I, I honestly felt it. I was here for it. <laughs> okay. I well, support you. All right. Thank you for, for blindly supporting me. That's probably not a good idea. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a okay. great idea. Anyway, it's worked for the last of- couple decades of my life, so I think That's we're good. <laughs> what the Steelers needed to do was to shut Baker Mayfield down, and I just felt like they didn't even try. Yeah. They well, so the Steelers came to play, and the Browns came to win. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Boom. Don't hate Drop the mic. Just kidding. Rainey's almost finished her whiskey, so Ooh, be careful. That could be fun. Watch your words. <laughs> magicianal, or what did I say? Yeah, um, magicianal. It's a word. It's a women can't parlay word now. Yeah. Oh, officially. I don't know. This was a wild game. I, in the Steelers' defense, I think they got off to a bad – well, they clearly got off to a very bad start. I think it just mentally fucked them the rest of the game, and yeah. here we are. And do not underestimate your opponent. It is It never works out in your favor. You also have to understand the capability that your opponent has, and don't just be like, the Browns is the Browns, because the Browns is the Browns just beat your ass. Yeah, and the Browns oh. ain't the Browns, no mo. Steelers apparently the ain't the Steelers, so. Yeah, that well, Yikes. and that was one of the things, so uh, I think it was Rex Ryan. Somebody asked him about this game, and he was like, the Browns aren't the Browns that they used to be, just like the Bills aren't the Bills that they used to be. Right. And, and you, sir, and I think he was talking to Juju, but he was like, and you, Steelers, are not the Steelers that you used to be. So stop uh, pretending. No. Stop wearing this, like, Steelers facade that, like, you think you earn for some reason like yeah you weren't there yeah you're not this team anymore so quit acting like you are essentially so I was like holy he was getting heated like that yeah so I mean it is true I mean look the Browns and the Bills are specifically this season showing that they're contenders now and like they're about to build on those franchises and create something we haven't seen in a very very long time and it's gonna be cool I agree 
All right, final segment, divisional round playoff, picture, outlook, whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to make our picks. I'm a little fucking nervous about this. Clearly. Because um, this is like, like I said, last week I probably should have just went money line, like attempted that because I feel like for the most part I would have been right about who won the game. But hindsight's 2020. Hindsight is 2020. It's easy to say once you lose all your bets. But this <laughs> anyway, first game, Saturday, 3.30, Rams, Pack. The line is six and a half. Rams are the underdog. Can they put two games back to back is the question. That is the question, but I think I'm going Rams. I mean, that's what I wanted to go for. I do. I think I'm going Rams here. I think I don't. Especially if Aaron Donald's going to play. Yeah. I don't think the Packers are bad. Obviously. They're that good. I'm literally never going to think the Packers are that good. That's my problem with betting. Probably me too. Is I I can't always see over my emotions and the Packers are one of those teams that I it's hard for me to see through. Same. Individual players, different story. Yeah. Team as a whole. And maybe it's not that I think the Rams are going to win, but do I think they're going to lose by more than six and a half points? I don't know about that. Yeah. At this point, no, I don't. I could see them making this a game. They're not terrible. No. Okay. Next game is Ravens-Bills. Saturday night game starts at 7.15. Two and a half is the spread. Bills are obviously the favored team. I am going with the Bills here. I am too. If they play like they played last week, they're probably fucked. But my hope and based on the the consistency that they had throughout this regular season, I think they're going to come and they're going to have their shit together. Yeah. And they're going to win and they're going to beat the Ravens by more than two and a half points. Yeah. Especially kind of considering the slight inconsistency of the Ravens this season as well. So yeah, I agree. Yes. Same thoughts. Yep. Next is Browns Chiefs. Sunday at 2 p.m. This is tough for me. This is tough. I will go ahead and say, I think I'm going Browns here. And here's why. The Chiefs are good. And I really think that they will win this game. The safest play here would probably be Chiefs money line. Although it'd probably be at like a negative 1200. But (laughs) that's not fair. That's sounding like I'm not giving the Browns enough credit. That's not me. That's Vegas. With this plus 10, I think they're not giving the Browns enough credit, to be honest. But that's why I'm taking the Browns. They're giving the Browns a plus 10. I think that is just another example of them being discredited for the things that they've done this season. Another reason I'm taking it is because the Chiefs have not beat an opponent by more than six points since they played the Jets. Yeah. So I like the Browns there. Yeah. That's where I'm going. I don't hate it. I really don't. That's why I've been going back and forth on this one specifically. And the Browns are fired up. Yeah, they're definitely fired up. And like, you have to worry about a team like the Chiefs who they aren't like, I'm impressed this year. I'm obviously I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm impressed this year at their, like they've played some hard games, right? But they continue to win. Yeah. Like that's why I'm like. They do just enough to win. They have not been. Like they fucked up. Like blowing. Right teams away or like or they're just to, winning well they're, they're not just blow, they're, they're not winning with like leads that are just blowing away the other team right but in the games where like the ravens are losing or the titan titans are losing or the browns are losing like the chiefs are still winning yeah like the poorly played games they're still winning yeah. now are they going to win by 10 points i have no idea because yeah. like you just said you just drop some stats yeah so that's a hard one for me it is i'm going to pull an austin coachman and i'm going to go chiefs for the win browns for the cover Okay. I don't hate that. I mean, and I'm so nervous to like bet even put it out there. I like streak of losing. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. But next and last game, Bucks, Saints. This game is Sunday at 5:30. The line is three. Yeah. Saints are actually the favorite team here with a minus three. Earlier in the season, the Saints won 38 to three. However, I do not think that's representative of the same Saints team that we're seeing now. Same. Also, don't think that's representative of the Bucks team that we're seeing now. Agreed. I kind of like the Bucks plus three. So do I. First time I've gone against the Saints. The Bucks all are going to win this game. I really think they are, especially the way the Saints played against the Saints yeah. played against the Bears. Yeah, and how they've been playing, honestly. Well, like, yeah, I think it's not the just the Bears in but, general have been they playing have well. The Bears, like they should have like murdered. The it Bears. should have been what the they did to the Bucks earlier this season. Exactly. What it yes, been. that is exactly yeah. right. So, There's yeah. always a chance that they have that blowout game and and the freaking Bucks fall apart. I just don't yeah. see that happening. I agree. I think they've got. I think they had some troubles early on i think they've come together and they've yeah. got it figured out i don't know that they're gonna win the super bowl but i think they're gonna win this game yeah they're they're clicking they're on one uh-huh yeah it makes me nervous because i just picked three underdogs 
I don't know. I know. Well, but I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. We're, you know, we're in the point of the season and, you know, yeah, it's hard. I mean, there's like so hard. <laughs> eight teams left. They're all good. Anything yeah. can happen. I'm kind of to the point where I'm like, let's just never bet in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I'm down with that. God. <laughs> Yikes. This weekend okay. shall be interesting. Yeah. More to come. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's all she wrote this week. All she wrote. Uh, I'm excited to see how these games pan out, who wins, who goes home. I know. It's interesting. I'm excited. It's cool. Let's do this shit. Uh, okay. Well, we thank you for joining us once again this week on Women Camp Parlay. I'm Jess. She's Rainy, and we are signing off for the week. We hope your work week's going better than ours, but (laughs) hopefully by next week we'll be, well, I might be back to a little bit more of a normal schedule. We'll see. We shall. Cross your fucking fingers for that. All of your things that you can cross, please do. Because if I'm not in a good place next week, that means shit went bad. (laughs) 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 Positive vibes only. Yes, and good karma only. Parlady Nation, goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.